Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 66, Improving Communications in Relationships. Honesty is, they say, the best policy and having honest communications leads to a healthy relationship. We all want what is best for our relationship, no matter if it's with colleagues, friends or family members. Today's blog is more about improving communications with a partner, but the tips can be used in any relationship to improve it. A couple of words of warning. Firstly, if you feel any of these tips would put you in danger, don't use them. Secondly, these tips will take time to become a natural way of communicating with your partner. You will have to work at them and practice them for a while before they become second nature to you. This might put you off, but it's worth it in the end. I would also advise you not to try to implement them at times of high stress or use them when you're not under pressure. Take small steps and gain small wins to build your confidence in making these changes. It would be helpful if you both read the original blog and took on board the tips together in order for them to work. But you can do this by yourself and hopefully your partner will ask you about them when they see you have changed your way of communicating and how they can do it too. Make meeting up once a week a weekly habit for you both. Having a weekly meeting where you catch up with each other is a great way to deal with communication lines and keep them open between you. Make sure you both take responsibility for working on your finances together and making decisions about your lives and the children together. There is nothing worse than a partner feeling like they are raising the children or managing their finances alone. Both of these issues will lead to endless arguments in your relationship if not tackled in a healthy manner. Remember, you're both grown-ups here and neither is solely responsible for the other's health, wealth or happiness. This is a joint venture. So how can you improve communications in your relationship? 1. Agree to be honest even when the truth hurts. This is the key to a healthy relationship. 2. Admit that you aren't always perfect or right. No one is. 3. Apologise when you make a mistake. 4. Find the right time to talk. When both you and your partner are calm and not distracted, stressed or in a rush. As I've said, weekly check-in meetings are a good way to do this. But if this is something that needs to be discussed now, then don't wait. If you're angry, I'm going to list out some of the tips that you can use instead. 5. Get comfortable. Or if it's finances, then use the dining room or kitchen table. Try to use some place neutral. For instance, never use the bedroom to talk finances. 6. Talk face-to-face and avoid talking about serious matters or issues by text message or email, as these can be misinterpreted. Talking in person limits any unnecessary miscommunication. 7. Look at your partner and make eye contact, but remember it's not a staring competition either. 8. 
If you're having trouble collecting your thoughts, consider writing them down ahead of time and reading them out loud to your partner. Nine, use active listening. Now, this can be hard to learn as it involves really listening to the other person. Plus, you need to show your attention non-verbally. As I've said, make eye contact. Pay attention to your partner and don't interrupt. Do not focus on thinking about your own thoughts regarding what you will say or how you will respond. This is hard to do and takes practice. Do not judge what they say. Tolerate silence as it allows you both time to think before you speak. Again, extremely hard to do without practice and patience. Most importantly, do not tack and use I or we statements, not you statements. Make sure you say things like I feel, whatever it is, when you do or say, again, whatever they, that is. Even when we mean well, we can sometimes come across as harsh because of our word choice. 10. Ask your partner to share their perceptions by using open questions, i.e. questions that don't require a yes or no answer. 11. Reflect back to your partner what you think your partner is saying. Check in with what you thought you heard them saying by repeating what they said to you in your own words and asking them if that's correct. For instance, what I hear you saying is, or if I understand you correctly, then I think you feel. This lets your partner know that you really care about what they have to say and that you empathise with your partner's perspective. It's amazing how different a relationship can look to two different people. 12. If there's a problem that you are trying to solve, communicate your ideas for solutions. Never be afraid to admit you're stuck and don't have a solution. Try to use words that get your partner working with you to try to solve the problem like, well, perhaps we could try or what if I did and you did or I'm stuck. What do you think we should do next? 13. Keep the communication flowing. Be willing to listen. Make sure you're really hearing the message your partner is sending and don't be afraid to say you don't know. 14. Always remember Although there is only two of you in the room, there is a third entity in the room. Your relationship is there too, and this needs constant work in order to remain healthy. How to communicate if you're angry. 1. Remember it's okay to get angry. Everyone does it, and rows happen in relationships. That doesn't mean your relationship is over. What's important is that you resolve conflicts in a healthy way. 2. If you get really angry about something, stop. Take a step back and breathe. Tell your partner you'd like to take a short break before continuing the conversation. Three, use that time to calm down. Maybe watch TV, talk to a friend, play a video game, take a walk, listen to some music or whatever helps you relax. Taking a break can help keep the situation from getting worse. Four, if you need to use the 48-hour rule. If you're still hurt or angry 48 hours later, say something. Remember, your partner can't read your mind. If you don't speak up when you're upset, there is no way for them to apologise or change. Once you mention your hurt feelings, your partner can sincerely apologise and then let it go. Don't bring up past issues if they are not relevant. 5. Use the time away while calming down to think. 
After you're no longer upset, think about the situation and why you got angry. Was it how your partner spoke or something they did? Figure out the real problem and think about how to explain your feelings. Again, if you need to write it down, do so. Read it to your partner. Six, now it's time to talk again. And as I've already outlined, use those tips. Seven, remember to listen to what they have to say. After you tell your partner how you feel using your I statements, remember to stop and listen to what they have to say. You both deserve the opportunity to express how you feel in a safe and healthy environment. Everything I've spoken about takes time to learn, particularly if you didn't have healthy role models as a child. But these are healthy habits and like all habits, they can be learned with patience and practice. Don't get mad and abandon them after a few tries. Remember too what I said at the beginning, start small. Don't try to use these for the first time either if you're angry or having a big row with your partner. Small steps in time lead to more self-confidence and bigger rewards. If you feel your relationship needs help, then please reach out for couples therapy sooner rather than later. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post. There is also a video if you'd like to watch that in the original post. I'll place a link in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 